I could fight a goose. You could not fight I a goose. Could I couldn't fight, fight a goose a either. Goose. So you could not fight a goose, babe. They got those long necks. They're just asking to be strangled. Have you seen their teeth? Yeah, but you know that's like the whole thing. It's like a snake, right? If you get get it in the neck by the the, the jaws, then you can you know control. But its wings are very powerful. <laughs> do you yeah. remember when that goose attacked our car? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I was driving. I mean, the the thing that made it scary was that it was in a Yaris, and, which is uh, which only is, slightly bigger it, than the goose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was two geese, really. Yeah. It was a family with yeah. two with a with a, with two parents. Yeah. We're not going to assume their gender. Yeah. And 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 their goslings. And their goslings. Yeah. And uh, and their Ryan goslings. <laughs> <laughs> and they were crossing the street, and David, like I, I was like, I said something. I was like, David, I, I, I shocked him as I always do when I'm a side seat driver and I see something. So I was fucking like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I don't mean to. I can't help it. No, I'm the same way. It, hey, man, you know. Trauma's real, okay? <laughs> but this time <laughs> I saved an entire family of geese, so yeah. I'm not going to apologize. Right. Nice. And, and then the geese went on the offensive. And then the geese... <laughs> we couldn't go anywhere, because they were just attacking the, the front of the car. Yeah. Eventually, they gave up. Did, what kind of damage did they do? No. None. None? Even with their, their the teeth The was straw. tiny, but it was very difficult to, to damage. Slap the top of the Yaris. Yeah. It fits so many motherfucking geese in here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that car. It was a good car. So yeah, this. Uh, you, you, did you and want to talk about And also, it this? could go to outer space and was extremely powerful. <laughs> George Santos. <laughs> we got to get our order of operations right here. First, do we want to talk about who Americans and Brits think they could be in a fight in the animal kingdom, or do we want to talk about the most interesting man in the world, George Santos? <laughs> Let's talk about Santos for a minute. Okay. You know? Uh, g- give him his 15 minutes of Ironweed's fame. You yeah. Know? Like, I think he did a good job to deserve it. Uh, essentially lying his way all the way <laughs> to being a congressional representative of the United States. Um, yeah, very high status position. It, it's a member pr- of the House of Representatives. It's pretty crazy. It is. Yeah. Uh, and that he's represent. I, I think it's fitting that he represents Long Island. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I want to see that dude's decision matrix on what lies to tell, because the ones that he's told are just, like, preposterous and also just, like, very bizarre. Like, he he wanted to, like, put his his family background into one of historical tragedy. Like, his mom, he claimed, died in 9-11, which, yeah. like, didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't she die? <laughs> we don't actually know if she's alive or dead. Uh, no, she did die. Didn't she die, like, like two years later. Yeah, like, two she, years later. She yeah. did die, but it yeah. was unrelated. Though, though, <laughs> though uh, we might be taking his word for the fact that she's dead at all. That's so, <laughs> someone, someone go find a death certificate. And then he's like, oh, yeah, and my family was, uh, you know, either killed or, uh, you know, managed to just by the skin of their teeth uh, get on Schindler's list and escape the Holocaust because um, they're, they're, I'm Jewish. Um, and then they're like, no. No, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, then he said, he, he said no, that one. You, you. And this was like what he actually said is like you didn't hear the the hyphen. It's like Jew-ish. <laughs> Which is was what he his said. defense on that is incredible, <laughs> absolutely god tier. 
perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what makes him like Jew dash ish? Like, like <laughs> he was on Schindler's List, obviously. <laughs> he watched Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and was like, oh, that's a good one. And just like writes. It. You can imagine him just like writing it down. Just like I'm gonna do that one. So I think I know how he makes his decisions on what to lie about and makes up lies. Have you? If you're on TikTok, maybe you've seen Roll for Sandwich. <laughs> oh, I a, haven't. It, he's a D and D player and uh, dungeon master who makes these lists of sandwich ingredients and then he rolls dice to see what he's going to put on his sandwich. Oh, that, that's entertaining. It results in some very interesting, you know, uh, like spam and peanut butter and banana peppers on strawberry strawberry bread. Like it, it results in some very interesting sandwiches. I think that that's just what he's doing. It's like roll for backstory where he's just like, uh, uh. and on one of those lists was drag queen, but he didn't, he rolled a four instead hey, of a like, five. No, and now, unfortunately it's coming back to bite him in the ass. It, it is really incredible that like at a time where like the main, uh, like policy positions of the Republican party are like, um, drag queen story hour will destroy the Republic. And, uh, like, um, all of the people, and we got to drain the swamp from these, like, corrupt assholes in Congress that, like, they would elect a, like, lying drag queen. Yeah. So, wait, <laughs> it, 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 what, this is, like, so fucking funny. Did he actually perform drag? Not like there's anything, obviously, yeah. scandalous or wrong about performing drag. Like, there's absolutely nothing scandalous the or wrong about that. The hypocrisy, though, is, yeah, is noteworthy. But, yeah. but he, he what, has? That like, seems well, to be true. The, yeah. the, I mean, I did see people, like, transposing the photos of someone a, who looks exactly who looks like, like him. him. <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> remarkable how exact... The, the the photos lined up and then, there were there were drag queens in the comments they were like yeah i saw him he stole my wig like that dude would show up in, in the dressing room like bar asked to borrow people's stuff and, and then like, just oh, walk up, walk out with it yeah this is mine which also square which squares with the fact that like he also like made like made a fake like dog rescue charity and raised that money is, for a homeless veteran's dude, service is, dog and then kept the money. That is bizarre. Like, like lie about amazing. surviving the Holocaust, lie yeah. about being a drag queen, but to steal money from a not just a homeless veteran, but the homeless veteran's dog? Jesus, that's, that's fucking cold blooded. Yeah. And also like not that much money for the amount of like backlash you were going to get from it as well as just like probably even the effort like i don't know that's why it seems like he's just having fun (laughs) like i don't think that he's i don't know that there's an end goal here i don't know that there's it seems like he's just you know just playing around and he he creates like endlessly good videotape of like when like the scrum is like following him to his office which looks to be in a basement or something they're like following (laughs) him to his office door and then like and, he's just, and he'll, he'll, like, answer one question and then walk in. And this one time he did that and, like, slipped on the USA Today that was, like, on, <laughs> on the door. And he's, like, watching, and then, like, he's, he's like, I have no comment. <laughs> and, like, that's, it seems like a BoJack Horseman character. Like, yeah, if his head was yeah. just, you know, like a, a like a chipmunk or something, he would fit right in. I think it might have been friend of the show, Sean Collins, that said that he had Buster Bluth energy. <laughs> Which is very true, right down to like the sweater. Like I, I frequently wear a sweater over a button-down shirt and tie. But one, um, here, here's how you do it. One, uh, V-neck sweater. Okay. First of all, cardigan or uh, uh it can be a cardigan. Okay. You can do cardigans also good. Um, but the like fully up, so, like there's just like a hint of a knot of a tie. Like, what's the fucking point? 
I yeah. don't, and then a, a suit jacket over it. You can like barely even pull the lapel out. Yeah, if you, yeah. If you can at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- that look to me makes no sense. One, because you can't see half the shit that you're wearing. Uh, so like, I, it just and, looks like bulk. Yeah, underneath. it just feels. Yeah, yeah, it just looks like bulk. And two, that's heavy, hot as shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, do they, yeah. they? I imagine there's pretty good heating in the Capitol well, building. You know, like, but like, he grew up like you know, uh, you know, at the, at the equator. So you know, right. he's got to maintain his, Maybe uh, his a, heat. What are they called? Dickies? The you know the um, you know, on Christmas vacation, the cousin is wearing one. It's the thing that only covers your neck. Oh yeah. What is that called? Oh, uh, I don't, I don't know what that's called. I want to say it's a dicky. Yeah, hang on a second. Uh, there's there's dickies, like the the brand of of workwear. Yeah, the only, like, only pants yeah, I wear. Yeah, uh, it's the uh, it's like the the Carhartt of the of the early two thousands. Yeah, I, I always associated it with like skateboarding culture. Uh huh. Like you know, like the 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 work pant the, uh, with the cuffed uh, bottom. Uh, yeah, I when I think of dickies, I think of um uh uh. Sh- uh Scare, scare quotes around shorts that mm-hmm. go like past the knee. Oh yeah, that's yeah. What, it was like basically if I if you didn't where, where I grew up in South Florida, if you did not wear shorts that were past the knee, you were gay. You were gay. You were extreme. <laughs> you were same with socks that came above the the yeah. the ankle. Yeah, <sighs> which gay. is which is funny because our dentist who recently retired had the exact opposite opinion. While she's like you know like elbow deep in my mouth, she's like telling her telling me her opinion about men's socks <laughs> she's really into basketball she's oh, okay, really into yeah. into college basketball and she, and she was just like commenting on like how like they all they all have these you know like uh no see socks on and she's <laughs> like that's for girls <laughs> we're getting pretty far afield from the fact that i was right it's called the dickie okay so, thank you okay right. hell yeah. yeah thank you good job um and you know while we're on the topic of of uh, george santos i mean everyone's getting mad at him and like i'm not really mad at anybody except maybe like the uh people whose job it was to report on the congressional race who did zero fact-checking until after the election had finished or the entire sure, yeah. new york democratic party who, like i guess <laughs> how just, did you not find this out about this yeah guy? yeah i mean like had had this has been said a dozen times on twitter but like had santos been running as like a progressive democrat mm-hmm. all of this would have come out yeah. as soon oh, yeah. as he announced he would have been but, defeated yeah in, in you know the midterm or uh the sorry the uh primary yeah the primary yeah yeah we were just like as soon as he announced they would have just like dropped all of that and the new york times would have made it on front page news like instantly yeah but uh um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, it's, I, I, if I'm mad at anyone, it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, what was this? Uh, Jay Jacobs, like the head of New York state Dem- Dems that like, what just a fucking worthless, oh God. <laughs> fucking ruined it <laughs> for but the, everyone. But the people that are all, you know, like bent out of shape about the whole George Santos thing, it's like. Most of y'all have been talking about manifesting for like the last three or four years. <laughs> yeah, he's just using the secret. He used the secret to get to Congress. Like, he manifested. That's beautiful. He made a he made a mood board. <laughs> All right. Do you, do you guys want to talk about who we could fight versus an animal? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. David found this. This is a, a YouGov poll. Americans are more confident than Britons that they could beat any animal in a fight. 
of course, because that's the fucking American way. It's both like, yeah, of course, Americans think that, but also it's true. It's true. Yeah. Now, yeah. Are you... I could beat any Brit in a fight. <laughs> uh, I, I've seen some uh, some some menacing looking hooligans. <laughs> Whatever, I'll just make them eat bold. their own food. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, got too many beans, can't fight. <laughs> Uh, but so are you allowed to use weapons or no, is this, this is unarmed, 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 unarmed question, combat. This question is specifically, which of the following animals, if any, do you think you could beat in a fight if you were unarmed? Now, like, do you think, uh, so that's the whole question, but I guess, is this like cage fight type rules or, you know, like, you've oh, heard the question. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. the question. Yeah. All right. I'm, all right. Use for, your imagination. For, for my answers to these questions, I'm going to imagine in the octagon. Okay. Yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. Okay. Chris, let, let's. I'm going to imagine in their natural habitat. Okay. okay. Wow. That all gives right. them the advantage. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, where else am I going to likely be likely to fight them? <laughs> <laughs> They're not coming to my house. Okay. Okay. Except for maybe the rat and the house cat. Yeah. The house uh, cat would. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Hey. All right. So. Okay. So here we go. Uh, Ironweeds round table. Could you beat this animal in a fight? <laughs> Number one. Rat. Yes. Yes. I. I think I could do a rat too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, house cat. Absolutely, and I have. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, yes, but uh, it's 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 hard to imagine the motivation that would require be required. To yeah, do that. yeah, uh, uh, yes, and I'm answering under duress. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, goose. No. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. Their wings are so strong and their teeth are so scary that I think just pure fear would yeah. make me lose the fight. <laughs> also, they could fly. Like, they could fly away and then, like, hit me from behind or something. Like, I feel like they, they, they just have, like, powers that I don't. But isn't going to fly away. Because geese yeah. don't back down from a fight. Yeah, but and that is also unlo- one of the reasons that I, because I do <laughs> yeah, back down yeah, from right, a fight. Yeah, right, okay, yeah, that's true, okay. <laughs> Medium-sized dog. Uh, yes, one weapon. So, you know, they really only have their, their mouth. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'd say pretty much any dog, besides maybe a dog that outweighs me, Right. I could probably, like, win if it really came down to it. Also, ribs. Mm. Give a good swift kick to the side of a dog. It's, like, very unprotected, and they would probably stop fighting. Okay. I think some dogs I could I could beat. Some medium-sized dogs I could beat, but, I don't, like, I don't think I could beat a pit bull. They're too muscular. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like... They would certainly fuck you up. Like, a collie? I could fuck up a collie. Is that sure. A, is that medium-sized? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it seems like a yeah. very uh, subjective. Yeah, I yeah. have defended myself against a about a hundred something pound Pipple Rottweiler mix yeah. in the past. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm going to confidently say yeah. yes. Okay, I, yeah, I feel like you know, like you know, like in the game Star Fox, where there's like the like the the enemy has like a blinking red and yellow thing, and that's what you shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the dog's nose is like that thing, Ooh. and you just like give it a good pop, like it it's it's kind of out. All right, all I, right. I think. Um, okay, so uh, uh, Ironweeds all um, uh, loves to hit dogs. Okay. Um, <laughs> eagle. All right, if it's a bald eagle, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I could right. I could definitely fight and win against a bald eagle. I- ideologically motivated. Have you heard them? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, right. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah they like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I could fight a bald eagle. Yeah. I would just grab it by the feet yeah. and swing it around. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to put eagle at like a 50-50 chance because like, they they could make me bleed out like with that beak. Like sure. it, they could just give me a good old puncture, and I wouldn't. Maybe if it goes not. for the eyes, yeah, we're in yeah. trouble. Right. 
Yeah, this is is also something where like you know they did medium sized dog. They need to give me an, a size range of eagle because like eagles <laughs> yeah. can be really big. Golden you, eagles, yeah, yeah, gold like a golden eagle. No, well, like I cannot. Pe- like what is it? Peregrine? Yeah, the uh, little yeah. ones. Yeah, oh, those are falcon. Is a falcon? Yeah, it's a falcon. Yeah. yeah, it's a falcon. It's are a raptor. Can... Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say no just because the way the eagle fights, I'm not gonna see it coming. Like it's just gonna like fly out of the sky from twenty thousand feet. And yeah, like, like it's gonna get, oh, it's well, gonna see, get you. Yeah. No, see, I see these fights as you're squaring up. Okay. Like I don't really oh, okay. think it's well, like yeah, an get- un, like, like uh, an attack, like a sucker eagle attack. Yeah, that's not it. I don't think that's okay. a fair fight. Okay, no. well in that case, yeah, I'll just punt it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna kill a fucking <laughs> eagle. All right. Um, large dog. <laughs> Ooh. I'm still going with yes. Yeah, okay. I don't think I could. I don't think I could fight a large dog. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, um, yeah. No, I'm not a large human, so large dog. No, probably not. Um, chimpanzee, definitely not. No, no, yeah. no. Okay, a yeah. chimpanzee would uh, rip my limbs off. Right. They do. They yeah. have. Yeah. They or have, and face. they will. Yeah, and then yeah, and they just like like fuck the socket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that too. Yeah. yeah. Live free. Um, all right, uh, king cobra. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I would, I would get uh, poisoned. Yeah, right. Yeah, I th- yeah. I, th- I, th- I mean, <laughs> well, you would get uh, v- venomed. Yeah, venomed. Yes. yes, I'd get gooped up. But I mean, even if there was like an anti venom right there, like even if I had the vial in my hand, they're so muscular. Like, how would I kill it? Yeah. If I had a weapon, I could machete its head off. I could see you going ricky ticky tabby on its ass. Yeah, you think yeah, so? Just like, I loved that book. It's like the idea of fighting a king cobra, and then like someone like injects you with the anti venom, and you just like keep trying to fight it. Keep, oh, dude, bring me back in. You're just like, it's like, cut me. Just uh, like, blow darts. Nothing's <laughs> over. <laughs> I can get him. I can get him. All right. Um, uh, kangaroo. If it is a baby still in its mother's pouch, absolutely. Otherwise, fucking no. Have yeah. you seen them? They yeah, look like Mike ripped. Tyson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. They're they're uh, very uh, scary uh, bipedal uh, animals. Yeah, the fact that it's like bipedal and and, and it also and has the tail, the tail yeah, that it no. like leans back on. No shit. Like yeah, that cartoon motherfucker. Yeah, yeah like no, it would give me like one kick and then I wouldn't be able to breathe yeah. ever again. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should note that we're good. The reason that they're getting progressively more difficult is because the order that these animals in are the order in which fewer and fewer right, people fewer, said yeah, they yeah. could beat them in a yeah yeah and, and, and we're not and, just like top you know backloading all of these right yeah yeah <laughs> and, and i i'm incapable of like reading things out of order uh um <laughs> wolf no Th- that's a big dog yeah right it's yeah, a, dog. Bigger, yeah, that's a dog it's a bigger yeah. wilder more muscular dog yeah so definitely I, I, not. i'm still going if yes on the wolf. yeah yeah and you, and you can also one wolf yeah yeah like i could probably survive yeah. a, an encounter with one wolf yeah and it's like it's just it, it's you know uh, uh pure pure ideology that they separate these out medium dog large dog wolf yeah like you're asking and like people <laughs> that give give wildly different answers across these no. um all right uh crocodile uh, no. I mean, crocodile, you know, I don't think that I could beat it. No. But I definitely think that if, like, I were in the best shape that my body's capable of being in, I could subdue it. Really? Yeah. Just, like, grip its mouth real tight? It's not tight? particularly difficult. Like, with alligators, it's, I mean, like, subduing <clears throat> them if you are strong, you know, you just, like... It's just a move that yeah. you do. Like it's it's not particularly technical. You like what? Like bareback it and like yeah. try to pinch its mouth. Yeah, but you then fuck it, can, it in the ass can... with no condom and then you grab its mouth. <laughs> that's true. We grew up in Florida, and that's how you yeah. become friends. Yeah, yeah. 
They, they, they respect that. Yeah. yeah. They, they, 30 million years of, of evolution. 30, 30 million years of evolution to get to that point. Yeah, that's like um, the, um, the Floridian, like, avatar, yeah. uh, like, thing where you put your, your ponytail in, in the alligator. You plug it in. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Get bonded for life. Yeah. <laughs> um, gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's the answer there. Uh, uh, lion, elephant, grizzly bear. Can we can we fight any of those? Mm. No, no, no. no. Right. Yeah, of course correct. not. That's no. ridiculous. Well, guess what? Eight uh, percent uh, of Americans think they can. <laughs> <laughs> or probably more accurately, 8% of Americans uh, like to respond to silly questions yeah. with silly answers. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What's funny is like, it, like gorilla, lion, elephant all get 8% yeses, and then grizzly bear goes down to 6 is that just because what was that what was that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Where oh, the, the Revenant. Yeah, the Revenant. Oh, no, people, I feel like yeah. people just like saw like remember that part of the movie and they're like, "Fuck no, no, I I, actually, that's a, I'm not even gonna joke about that." I actually think that it's it's more because we don't have gorillas, lions, or elephants in North America, but mm. we do have grizzly bears, and yeah. people are constantly warned about the different types of bears. That's a good point. Yeah. And so yeah. we know, like, we're not constantly warned about lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if we if, if this were if this were done in like Indonesia, like. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah they might be like, sure, I could take a grizzly bear, but yeah. a lion, absolutely not. Right. You know, I got, I'm a little surprised they didn't have any medium or large cats other than the lion. Because, like, I think that's where it gets interesting uh, for people's, like, analytical perspective on the lethality of, like, medium-sized wildcats. Because, uh-huh. like, they have five weapons. And right. they're all extremely deadly. And they, they're extremely accurate and agile with all five. Yeah. Like, the back two feet of any medium-sized wildcat like could totally disembowel a human right like while the front two like grasped on yeah and like you know then the yeah, fact do that, a little kitty kick yeah and that, then, that our cats do to like a you know a little piece of ball that they found yeah something. exactly yeah, yeah. Sure. And, but they and would then, do that to your your sternum yeah and yeah. they also have like notoriously like uh infectious bites like they don't have venom per se but, but their like, mouths are disgusting yeah, yeah and they, lick their, they lick their butthole and then Bite yeah, your neck and, and they eat they're like raw meat. D- yeah, decaying yeah. meat like for the majority yeah. of like the things that they you know consume like out in the wild. So like a lynx and above would totally rip me a new one. Right. I don't think I could ever uh, hold hold my own on that. Although there is one um, British explorer back in the day. He's actually the father of modern taxidermy that fought. I think it was a jaguar. And it like laced him up. It like ripped half of the, the muscles from his arm and stuff. Sure. But he managed to kill it unarmed. How did it, what? Like, ha- like strangulate? How did so. he kill I think, it? I think he strangled slash broke its neck, but like wow. it, it really ripped him up. Like, um, there's a photo. Uh, maybe we'll make that the episode. No, we definitely won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but it, Something that yeah. I find interesting, though, if we can just backtrack a little bit, only 72% and 67% respectively of Americans and Britons think they could beat a rat? That's weird. What? Yeah. I think that it must have something to do with the vagueness of the question. And so people are thinking like, but it could get away from me so fast or something like that. Yeah, maybe. But like yeah. only 69 nice percent of Americans believe they could beat a house cat? A house cat? I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe they have allergies. <laughs> 
The biggest difference I'd like to point out is is in the goose category. Yeah. With only 45% of Brits thinking they could beat a goose and 61% of Americans believing that they could beat a goose in unarmed combat. That's that's interesting. It is interesting. The spread the, on that one is, is Do you think the British goose has a uh, a more um, you know, more of a street reputation? They may be more aggressive. Mm. I mean, Canadian goose are pretty aggressive. Canadian geese are pretty aggressive, but I don't know much about UK geese. Yeah. Other than that they talk funny. I mean, they both have like a national health service. So like, they probably are like, hey, like, I don't have a lot to lose. Like, you know, you you break my wing, like it's paid for by the government. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. But once the once the Canadian geese get down to America, they're yeah, like, they're, like Whoa. they're really trying to Ooh, avoid any like, kind yeah. of like, car yeah. accidents. Or I can't know. afford that copay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will not financially recover from this. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, yeah. I let's see what what are some other good ones. Um, the fact that like only eighteen percent of UK respondents think they could <clears throat> beat an eagle. Um, I, th- I feel like that's kind of like post. Uh, empire kind of malaise mm, <laughs> so they just yeah. they, they know that americans have beat them yeah. at their own game and it's like yeah no the, e- the eagle the, strikes the, fear into yeah, their hearts yeah so. the, the eagle beats the lion um yeah uh <laughs> and <laughs> but is that nostradamus, is that nostradamus? <laughs> sure <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, i i do really i love i love the gumption of like the like americans think, like 15 percent of americans think i could fight a king cobra like that's funny 12 percent in kangaroo it's just so it yeah. really goes to show the failings of the united states uh educational education system, system. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 we it's really because sh- we went and put all of these animals on cutesy little banners around like kindergarten classrooms <laughs> e is for elephant and now you have a bunch of like you know uh, uh, Coors Light drinking American red-blooded men who grow up thinking, yeah, I could have strangled that elephant easily. I, you elephants even, are for babies. You can't even put your arms around an elephant's neck. Or, or its, its foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, Should we talk about something important now? We got, we yeah. got the jollies out. Right. Let's, uh... well, how about the fact that so um, a Republican candidate that is not Santos... Well, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> no, we do know that. I'm sorry. I'm just teasing. Um, uh, uh, like tried to kill, assassinate, bun- assassinate several Democrats. Several Democrats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an unsuccessful Republican state house candidate in New Mexico was arrested on a Monday and accused of orchestrating recent shootings at four local elected officials' homes. Uh, all of the, all of which were Democrats. Um, he, he was, yeah, he was trying just trying to get the goods. Yeah, right. He's like, yeah. you know what this uh, this fraudulent election process needs a little DA. Yeah, <laughs> Solomon Pena uh, lost his election for the state house in November to an incumbent Democrat uh, who garnered seventy three percent of the vote. So wow. he did not come close. Yeah, and it was an incumbent too. Like I could understand if this was like a really devastating loss that you know, you, but the, you, you got like they wiped the floor with you. Yeah, and. I don't know. It's just kind of wild. There's only one way this could possibly have happened. Stolen elections. Well, and that's what he said, right? right? Yes. He was like, yeah, I'll, yeah, never, just, I'll never concede yeah. my election. Thanks, Trump, for yeah. encouraging all these fucking freaks to do that. Yeah. Um, he, uh, Pena is a, con- has been convicted of 19 felonies. <laughs> like pre- previous to his, yeah. his yeah. Okay. Including burglary, larceny, and has spent almost seven years in prison. Um, which is, I honestly... 
might be George Santos. You know, who knows? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And is is his first name George? I'm I I don't feel comf- confident in that at all. <laughs> no, it's not. His name is totally different. I don't remember what yeah. it is, but George Santos it's is not, not even it's close not to his name. George, right? Okay. No. All right. Cool. Um, Santos. Yeah. It also, like he went he went by a completely different name a while ago. So, like, I don't feel like obligated to remember his name because he's going to change it again. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he, um, so, uh, what's, what's pretty fucked up is that, like, so, he, 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 not only did he, it's, it's direct action in that he did, but he also paid people to do this, too. Um, well, how much did it, does it cost to get somebody to go shoot at a political opponent's house? That's a good question. Like, this is in Albuquerque? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I imagine it's gotta be, like, in the 10,000s, like, to take on that level of risk? I don't know. See, I think... Because it doesn't seem like they were actually trying to kill. They try, it seems like it was like like to scare <clears throat> like, them. Yeah, it's just like shooting at their house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't. Um, if you want to kill somebody, you don't shoot at their house. Right. Like, yeah. You yeah. wait for them to go to work, and then you shoot them. Right. Well, and this is also a great way. You know, like, yeah, you might not kill them, but you could kill their ten-year-old daughter uh, because uh, there some of the bullet holes in one um, representative's home was in their ten-year-old daughter's bedroom, but. Um, I, I, I mean, look next time. Honestly, it just seems like something where it's like, oh, you want to get retribution for uh, me losing an election? Uh, seems seems ideologically motivated from the beginning. So, like adding money to it seems strange to me at all, hmm. right? So, I think it's actually much lower hmm. because it's it, it's more like I'll pay for gas. Hmm. <laughs> Most like- from I, I can't remember where I saw and or read this. But um, I think that most like assassins, like most like, you know, guns for hire are actually really pretty bumbling. Like they're not um, if you want it, like unless you're like the CIA, you're not hiring like an effective assassin. Uh-huh. OK, no, no Leon, the professionals. Not yeah. yeah. As far as I understand it. No, that's not really much of a real world thing. And I, I doubt Albuquerque, New Mexico doesn't seem like the kind of place to find really efficient assassins. Well, I don't know. I, the only thing I know about Albuquerque, New Mexico, is what I saw in the documentary Breaking Bad. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like... Seems to be a lot of crime there. Yeah, uh, and some, some hard-nosed, uh, old guys that talk like this. <laughs> you see, Walter. <laughs> yeah, that's what true. What you gotta do point. is you gotta go hire some guys to go shoot at the Democrats. <laughs> it's the only way you're gonna but get But he's from office. New York, I mean... Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. yeah. Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Philly. Yeah, talk about a fish out of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, this guy is pretty handsome. Wonder where it all went wrong. Mm. Mm. Probably in the Probably. nineteen felonies. Yeah. Yeah, but like, how did he get those? You know, handsome people. The like, real, yeah, the real cool. question is, how did our, um, you know, uh, carceral system not rehabilitate this guy? It's true. It's that's a good like, question. You yeah. know, that's honestly that's a failure on all of us. Yeah, that he um, became a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Really fa- failing the least among us. Uh, yeah, no, that's super fucked up uh, and a sign of uh, bad things coming. Um, it reminds me a bit of like the uh, electoral uh, politics of the Philippines mm-hmm. in that like, you know, there's just like always, always, always like like gunfire and murder and like fighting uh, with huge amounts of like armed goons associated with even like relatively low political office elections and stuff it's a bad sign yeah that yeah. you know albuquerque is going the way of uh manila yeah yeah that's too bad yeah, yeah. nothing against you know the filipino people just yeah. you know like they're, 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 but their politics i wouldn't wish on anyone no. yeah. yeah 
Yeah. It's I mean, stressful. that's kind of on us. <laughs> yes. A bit. Yes. A well, bit okay. Us. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, not, we, not this we, podcast, as, we as in the United States, <laughs> we as in the United States did, did wish it upon many uh, South Pacific nations. <laughs> this is uh, going to come as a shock to, I think, uh, both of you and all of our listeners. Yeah, hold on to your butts, folks. Yeah. Uh, carbon offsets are a scam. <gasps> <gasps> no. Egad. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, uh, Vera Carbon. Um, it, uh or, or I think it's just called Vera. It's a company that uh, basically establishes the carbon offset standard that uh, uh, major companies and Pearl Jam uh, use <laughs> to <laughs> uh, uh, use to you know like buy indulgences yes, of, yes, uh, of, yes. of liberal guilt. Um, right. Well, Yo, they also that's phys- perfect analogy. Yeah. <laughs> they also deliberately, like, directly sell the offsets. Right? They're not. They're not yes. just establishing yes. standards. Yeah, right, but they're yeah. also like selling them to Gucci and Pearl Jam and yes. yes. And yes. here we are, modern Martin Luther's, like, just taking the, this <laughs> this article and posting it loudly <laughs> and boldly yeah. on the church doors. <laughs> right. So um, this is this is from the Guardian, uh, but we should. Uh, it should be said that this is basically a write-up of uh, uh, work that uh, the German weekly Zeit and Source Material, both uh, non-profit investigative journalism organizations. Um, I think it's uh, Zeit. Zeit. <laughs> As in, like, the zeitgeist, kind of? I don't know. Yeah, probably. You're too Jewish it's... to make that sound angry, German. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. So, um, yes, Disney, Shell, Gucci, um, and yes, Pearl Jam. I'll um, use yeah, this. Disney shell. Shell. Let's just, yeah, with emphasis right. on the shell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, like Gucci, which probably, like, uses a lot of the world's leather, I yeah. imagine, also. And they're you know, selling, like, it allows them to, like, sell these products as, like, quote-unquote carbon neutral. Neutral, yeah. So. Yeah. So, Vera, the world's leading carbon standard for the rapidly growing $2 billion voluntary offsets market um, I found that based on analysis of a significant percentage of the projects, more than 90% of their rainforest offset credits among the most commonly used by companies are likely to be quote unquote phantom credits and do not represent genuine carbon reductions. Whoa, 10% aren't? <laughs> 10% do, might do something. Holy shit. Yeah. Some it's of them are actually very effective. They, the, the, the study in the article goes into greater detail on it, but like some of the projects are quite effective, especially in Madagascar. Um, but the ones that they're doing, like in Peru, for example, are just smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Um, yeah. One, one thing said that um, <laughs> the threat, one, one, one other aspect of this, right, is not only that the money doesn't go to do anything, but, and this is, this makes, I don't know how to feel about this, to be honest, is that um, the uh, dangers are, they say, 400% uh, on average overstated. Yeah, that's interesting. Which I don't know what that means. I don't know how you put. I don't know how you do like four hundred percent overstated. Like I, I don't. I guess I. I don't really understand that. But um, uh, my my take was that uh, the way that they're talking about deforestation in the regions that they're carrying out these projects is not. Um, is is they they're is is not having the effect on 
carbon and climate change that they're claiming that it does. Oh, okay. That's the way that yeah. I read it. Yeah. Especially oh, okay. because like they talked about um, one thing they talked about was not taking into account regime change like Bolsonaro in, in Brazil right. in changing their practices. Mm. So that's why I, that's what made me think. And, and also why sense. they're counting like the stuff, the work done in Madagascar as actually effective more so than their other work. Um, because deforestation of Madagascar and the effect that it's having on species there is so dramatic, is so um, just catastrophic. Yeah, yeah. So in, in case um, people don't understand what a carbon offset is, right? I, I we, you know, we said liberal indulgence, but basically what what it, what it does is at, at the company level, like say you're Delta Airlines, right, or something mm-hmm. like that. I think in in this one they they they, they mentioned EasyJet, which I think might be a european airline i'm not sure but basically the, you know like they'll advertise that you know you buy it buy our ticket it's carbon neutral right and what that means is that well obviously you know like airplanes there's no they emit a lot of carbon yeah they emit a lot of carbon there's no way to not make an airplane like jet fuel is the most energy dense yeah. thing that you can use to make a, a giant piece of metal fly and so uh what you do instead is you say okay well we'll put a bunch of money into like saving the rainforest and that and like the plants and that get saved will eat eat up the carbon theoretically that this plane uh uh spat out yeah it's really not not even a calculation uh, that makes any no fucking sense if all of this sounds super confusing and bullshit uh it's because it is yeah right yeah and i also love that they take it on um assumption that we're going to destroy all of the rainforest and all of the forests yeah and therefore just keeping that from happening somehow is being counted as an offset from like emitting like gigatons of carbon into the atmosphere it's like wait what like wouldn't you need to like make more rainforest for it to actually offset like what we're actually putting into the atmosphere yeah it's like holding (laughs) a gun to the lungs of the earth and being like you better pay up yeah, I mean, that's it, what like, Bolsonaro did, right? He right, was yeah. asking for, uh, like, international, mo- uh, like, incentives to not cut down the rainforest. And he was like, well, yeah, you know, Yeah, but at least he's paying. transparent about what he's doing. Yeah. This, this company is just like, yeah, we'll totally, like, you know, negate the damage that you're doing to the country, to the globe, rather. But in reality, it's just not, it's... Um, Bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pack of lies. <laughs> Oh, and there's been several self uh um south american nations that have like tried in in like like the, the, there's like the bolsonaro like you know yeah like i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking like mow down the rainforest for cattle ranching unless you give me a billion dollars and then there are other countries i i think it's maybe nicaragua i think i don't i don't remember but um where it's like we don't have any money and we have to do like the standard development scheme of clear down land and build cities and factories and stuff unless any everyone's willing to like give our country money mm-hmm. for like to like start up like ecotourism sort of stuff or like other so like like so there's different flavors of that but um i'm a lot more sympathetic to it when a colonized yeah, nation yeah. <laughs> like does it than when you know a company that is making profit off of this whole practice this is we just have to for the for the audience because this is an audio medium chris has a little cat pouch (laughs) that goes around his neck that you put a little cat in 
<laughs> and currently, Miss Karma is sitting in the little cat pouch, looking she very pleased. It. She loves it. She looks very happy. Thank you, Renee. My sister-in-law hooked us up with a uh, like a little cat bassinet like thing that oh my slams God, over. It's so over fucking cute. <laughs> <laughs> a little Karma baby. All right. Supposed to be swaddled. Anyway. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Sorry um, to distract. This should yeah. be offsetting carbon, right? right only, yeah. only this could offset yeah. carbon. And, and, and you know, Brittany, you, you mentioned Bolsonaro, right? It's like, it's like, okay, so yeah, the carbon offset thing is ridiculous for any number of reasons. All, you can also say that, like, okay, so like, when does this end, right? Like, like at what point do do we just have to like keep like moving, like to like creating this like two billion dollar industry of just like giving money to who knows who so that you can keep flying yeah right and like you were saying chris right like you know we're gonna need to like build put in more right yeah we then actually we have to seek rest, you know the carbon out of the atmosphere yeah if you're gonna quote vera it you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah, right. like yeah, yeah it, 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 it and also like you were mentioning david earlier about like how do they know that it's you know exaggerated or whatever there's a little map in this guardian article that shows where deforestation is actually happening relative to the Vera project areas mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. they say they are protecting. And the places that they are protecting are not in danger of being deforest like deforested. Yeah. They are they're not being clear cut. They're already, you know, relatively untouched. Well you know, like so like what is the alternative to this? Right. And it's uh sorry, it's it's politics, right? Like you have to Ew, you have boring, to do hard do politics. <laughs> Don't like right? it. So like um so for example, Lula winning in Brazil, um you know, it's weird. In other countries, like they run on things and then like they feel like the constituents that they promise stuff to like have to get those things so they get voted in again. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. Very interesting uh have idea. And so like for example, Lula ran on like you know, trying to stop the destruction of the rainforest, mainly in a lot of like, you know, interior states of Brazil where there there's a significant um, population of uh, uh, indigenous folks. And uh, he uh, appointed Brazil's first indigenous woman, um, uh, Yoina uh, Wapachana, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, as uh, the, uh, um, as uh, she's in charge of the agency that basically protects the Amazon rainforest mm -hmm. now. And, uh, and, and she has, um, already started like moving really fast to, uh, uh, um, you know, like shore up the, 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 the federal organization there. It's called FUNAI that, um, uh, protects the rainforest and, and, uh, just like, it doesn't like do the thing where like, okay, well, if we send this many airplanes out from Sao Paulo airport, then like, we'll, we have to give, this much money to the, this uh, nonprofit, this like international nonprofit, which will then like buy these many trees. And these, you know, no, it's just like, no, you just, you're just not allowed to de like plow under this part of the rainforest. It's like pretty straightforward. Yeah. Right. And it's like, <laughs> I feel like that, you know, like if, if it's not, if, if it requires more than like three steps to like go from like, cause to effect then like it's probably a scam in this regard mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. or it's just like 
instead well, instead of like a global market for credits that like need to be allocated in these like weird ways it's just like no you just don't get to bulldoze the range you legislate yeah, yeah you yeah. legislate so that, that but the I mean, end. Even if, like it what's <laughs> but what's wild is that like this model could in theory work and again this map is like very very telling is that you know the where they are embarking on these like protection projects are very close to the places that actually are being deforested mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the problem is that it would be more expensive to protect those areas mm. so this is again because it's a for-profit enterprise they're going to do it as cheaply and as easily as possible which is not to say that this is a good model going forward and in fact what it what it really shows is the the reason that this model is ineffective is because it's not designed to do what it could do at the height of its potential mm. So having read recently the Ministry for the Future, the Kim Stanley Robinson novel, there's a huge part of that uh, book about how, you know, humanity comes to terms with and tries to adapt to slash react to the uh, climate apocalypse. Uh, They end up doing a thing called like a carbon coin, which is a new currency that you can only get if you prove that you have actually sequestered more carbon from the atmosphere and there's like ways of doing that like you know building up soils uh and trapping like biochar and stuff in the ground for the next hundred plus years and you know planting rainforests or like you know just uh you know doing things that actually increase the capacity of the biosphere to absorb atmospheric carbon uh and i think that that kind of thing like has potential promise but the work of like keeping it not bullshit would have to be done by a, you know, I guess like an international transparent Like observers, yeah, like yeah. watch you plant the tree. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, I do totally planted a tree. And yeah. make sure that the currency is never given out fraudulently. Exactly. And, yeah, I mean, you would have to employ so many people just, it, 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 I don't know how you could ever keep such a cur- such an operation from being rife with corruption. Well, see, you um, use the, the, the blockchain. Ah, <laughs> yes, the blockchain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is, is, so I actually, I, I gave a... Um, a little like crypto 101 at the Glens Falls Public Library that the was other depressing. week, um, and I mean it's a it, the, it was a great presentation. Yeah, yeah the the um, the the uh, audience is exactly what I thought like a 101 at a library is. It was older folks mostly, mm-hmm. old white men. Yeah, yeah. Who like median age in the room was like sixty five. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it, it seemed very clear that like. A lot of them had been like told by their like their nephew or something that like they should buy crypto and and they were and a lot of them were pretty surprised that I was saying don't do it, which 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 I I, I hope I I saved some pensions in the room. When <laughs> well, I did there that. was one guy who yeah. clearly like made a good chunk of money off of crypto and yeah. he was very upset and disturbed that David was saying these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like he was getting agitated. Yeah. by it. it was yeah. interesting. But there was one guy in the back. That said that he had, I, I do not understand what the hell he was saying, but he's like, I have a technology that's, I've, that I could, that my lawyers are telling me I should license on the blockchain. <laughs> and I do the, and if I blockchain it, he said, if I he blockchain wasn't blo- it. He was saying Bitcoin it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's he what it was. If I Bitcoin saying, it. He was, if I yeah. make it Bitcoin, if I make it, it Bitcoin, no sense. Yeah. I, I, I was just like, I don't. It was like I I I must have said that I am not providing financial advice like twenty times. Yeah. Um, because I wasn't. But I was like, I don't know enough about anything that you're talking about to like give you direction one way or another. But like, if your technology works, then it just then it works, 
and you don't need to like wrap it just, in a blockchain. Yeah, then just like go go functions. use go yeah. implement it to reduce carbon. Don't like financialize it. Like that's stop. <laughs> I yeah, I just I, it's, it was um, depressing. It's it's it, it can be pretty depressing. But the um uh yeah, I but that's the thing is that like these carbon offset credits are like fucking identical. Like it's but instead of like whiz bang like like crypto fairy dust it is a non-profit in washington dc or i don't even know if it's non-profit it might be a profit for-profit company i don't remember but so, yeah it sounds like they if they're cooking the books this much there's got to be a strong financial incentive yeah, behind that. yeah which is I, I think that's really telling is that like if this organization is supposed to save the rainforest why is it headquartered in washington dc right yeah. like Ooh. that's i think that's Ooh. the like the real tell here yeah. Yeah. is so, that like who do, who actually needs to interface with this organization and and it is no one that is actually doing anything in the rainforest like yeah. like if this place if this organization actually cared about rainforests you think it would have a significant presence in uh brazil indonesia the Cong you know like congo you know like all the places where the rainforest actually exists mm. but it's in washington dc so I, you're saying that pearl jam should just donate to lula $15 a month or some other, you know, uh, uh, candidate that's going to empower local indigenous people to look after their land for the next seven generations. Yeah. Or indigenous <laughs> groups that are already doing this work. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah. give your money to people who are already physically doing it yep. in places where it needs to be addressed. Yeah. Yeah. Pearl yeah. Jam. <laughs> we're calling you out. We're calling you out. And you know we're what? I'm boycotting in. Gucci until they fix this yeah, problem. Right. Yeah, that yeah. Right I used to, I bought so many <laughs> Gucci things. Yeah. I, and now I will not. Yeah. Right, but like, like, but like, that's another thing, right? Is that like, I clearly like fucking Shell, right? Gives a lot of money to uh, politicians. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, who probably have, let's say, a vested interest in uh, resource extraction, yeah. right? And so it's interesting, right, that then, like, on the other side of the equation, the preservation is not as direct, right? Like, why, right, there's no middle person, like, middleman organization that's selling, like, the, like, weird financialized credits to do, uh, to, like, you know, strip mine uh, a, a mountain or something, right? They just, they pay a bunch of money to, for the, the elected officials around there to gain favor, and then they spend even more money strip mining the fucking mountain. But to uh, save the rainforest, uh, oh no, now we need to create like a global credit system where just like the money gets funneled through all these different ways, and, and then eventually, if you follow this complicated math that like some astrophysicist came up with you can see that you know th we we saved 10 percent more rainforest than in our theoretical model where we show that you uh we that would have actually been like turned into a cow field it's like that like why no <laughs> so, yeah. like, like use the same tactics that you use to kill the planet to save it because it's it, it's is it's clearly more effective and straightforward mm. yeah but they don't do that Instead, they make this this weird company. It's not profitable. Yeah, well, you, you got to have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like that. that that's why I support, um, you know, uh, SpaceX because they're, <laughs> they're actually completely carbon neutral because yeah. of all of the Teslas they make. Right, and those yeah. Teslas, exactly. you know, are going to uh, not emit uh, gasoline. Uh, or, because they're or, sitting in parking lots in Southern California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when they eventually explode, killing all the occupants in the car, yeah. they're only going to release like 
10% of the, you know, greenhouse gases into the atmosphere that they would have if they were a gasoline-powered vehicle the whole time? When, do you yeah. know how much carbon one human being makes in a lifetime? Right, yeah. If you kill just, a kid at 10 yeah. in, in a fiery <laughs> inferno because there's no door not, like, like door latches on oh, the, on the yeah, car, that's, like, that's saved a lot of carbon ooh, from that kid. Yeah, that kid, that would have became an adult. Woof, woof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't apologize for making that joke. I'm not going to. <laughs> Should we move on from the lungs of the earth to the lungs of Atlanta? Yes. This is a very sad story. It is. I'm really it, just... It's it's super tragic. And, you know, like, right from the top, just solidarity with all of the forest protectors everywhere. And, like, in particular, the ones that are in you know, the belly of the beast um, in Atlanta, uh, putting up a fierce resistance to uh, the development of motherfucking cop city, uh, which is a little redundant. If you have, if you ask me, it's like every fucking city is cop city. That's true. <laughs> but but this is a new city composed entirely of cops. Yes, they need a not safe even space. any civilians to brutalize. They need a safe space. Yeah. Hey, Pearl Jam, how yeah. about you head over to uh to Atlanta <laughs> yeah. and help out these fucking fantastic humans that are putting literally putting their lives on the line to yeah, save Pearl Jam. To save. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the, this is. I, I do love the idea that, yeah, like, um, police don't have enough free reign in cities that they need to create a fake city to, like, train on, like, how they will ruin your city. And they have to yeah. do it by just, like, clear-cutting a huge forested area. Because I'm sure that there's nowhere in the city limits of Atlanta that's, you know, like, deindustrialized and sitting empty and, you know, could really probably be repurposed for something exactly like this. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, honestly, open call. Just... Come to Capital Combat Zone. I'll light your ass up. I'll teach you all of the <laughs> basics of CQB and you know, long range, like you know, uh, kinetic situations. <laughs> I dare you. Yeah. So, um, uh, Manuel Terran, who um, goes by uh, Tortuguita. Yeah, Tortuguita, little turtle. Yeah. What their mother called them. Yeah. So they, their their mom lives in Panama City, and they're originally Venezuelan, and now they, they live in uh, Panama in the United States. And um, okay, so yeah, apparently uh, uh, Tortuguita was in, um, I guess, in a tent. Yeah, that, uh, is a tactic that a lot of people used. Um, and Just camping out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were uh, shot dead, and the police say that uh, Tortuguita shot them like shot back like they like they were armed or something yeah um so if you imagine a non-binary person that goes by tortuguita was strapped and shot a cop then you know okay fine um <laughs> yeah um but um what uh uh but there's um just mysteriously no body cam footage of this entire uh incident and um it let's just say there's never that you know there's there's been instances instances before where uh cops uh get so excited to shoot people that they shoot each other uh so um uh let's just let's just think about that for a second uh there's they're saying that it was in self-defense uh that because they were afraid of tortuguita in their tent yeah it's really disturbing and it's it's just like one of the, it's, you know, it's like one of these instances where all the coverage of it is, you know, ca- already captured. Like the owner of the, um, the Atlanta uh, area newspaper, the, uh, the journal constitution, right. Um, is uh, uh, also, um, he also raised fund raises funds on behalf of the Atlanta police foundation, which is the main agency behind the training center. 
Yeah. So, like, any sort of, like, writing about this in, like, the, in the local, local newspaper record, is, is, yeah. isn't going to exactly be, um, uh, you know, unbiased in, in its reporting on this. Um, and, and, and this is, uh, you know, like we were talking earlier about, you know, like the, um, how, you know, politics is, you know, starting to take on, you know, like the, like the, 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 um, uh, the empire's coming home. Like the tactics of empire always eventually turn inward, right? And we see that with uh, Republicans shooting their opponents. Uh, and you also see this with like climate, uh, you know, like with uh, climate activists, with like, you know, forest defenders being murdered, right? And this is something yeah, that you Black saw. Ma- uh, Lives Matter activists being murdered, oh, sure. burned in their cars. Assassinated. And yeah, 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 assassinated. Yeah, like, and, and then kind of like uh, replaced, I feel like, by like, you know, media weirdos that like to buy mansions in, in LA. But, um, you know, there's like this interesting, uh, I, I don't know, it's, it's like these parallels, right? Where it's like, you know, you know, Bolsonaro loved to kill, uh, you know, rainforest uh, defenders in his country. And you saw, you know, and you would also see this and again, all those countries that actually have a rainforest yeah. in them. And, Duterte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and so now you have in the United States instances where, you know, like, yeah, we're gonna kill you if you try to uh save the, our collective uh, you know, um uh, skins. Skins, yeah, yeah. The the, the lungs of, of the world. Yeah, yeah, because this is an enormous forest that that Atlanta is kind of like known for also, and it is also directly abuts like a historically black neighborhood. Yep. That, like, that has been neglected for a long time. So, of course, they're going to, like, like we're going to give you jobs by, like, you could sell fucking donuts at Cop City. And, or, <laughs> we're doing you a favor. Yeah. Right? You know, like, there's... And they had just put it in the city charter in, I think, 2017, maybe, that they were going to turn this into a protected municipal park. Yeah. Um, and that has been the plan for many years now until the city council voted to approve Cop City. But it's, you know... it. It's going to be increasingly important in the years coming for coming coming at us very quickly for uh, large, densely populated cities with industry in them, like Atlanta, to have some kind of green presence nearby to offset um, just the just the pollution that they're putting off, mm-hmm. literally to improve the air that people are able to breathe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like a it's not a global. I mean, it is obviously a global need, but it's much more local than when we think of something like, you know, deforestation in the Amazon. It is important for Atlanta and its residents to have this giant filter right next to it. And, um... Yeah, and they're going in the wrong fucking direction, you know? We need more trees, less cops, less SWAT training. For God's sake. Like, the SWAT is completely out of fucking control. I just saw this video today. This man and woman living in a trailer. He's disabled. He He has, like, a hard time walking. All of a sudden, he hears on an like an intercom, like these cops screaming at him to come out. They're saying his name, telling him to come out with his hands up. He's trying to like hobble through the trailer and turning on lights as he goes. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he opens the door and his hands are up and the woman is right behind him and they light him up. What they the shoot fuck? him like several times and he he's laying down and he's screaming like I'm shot I'm shot and she goes outside and she's screaming like you need to call the ambulance and he's like dragging himself out of the trailer you can see the blood like like spreading over his white shirt it's really really fucked up 
He says, I didn't have a gun. A cop comes up and he goes, fuck. They get him out. The cops come into the trailer and they immediately notice the camera that he has in the corner of his trailer. And they and one of the cops goes, fuck. And they all turn around. They all turn away from the corner with the camera, face away from it. And the guy's like, there's a fucking camera. It yep. is yep. like, and I don't, the, 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 the man who was shot is like in stable condition at the hospital, but like it is nonetheless murder in cold blood if he had, if he had not survived and it's, you know, remarkable and only by the grace of God that he did because he's shot in the chest yeah. several times. Yeah. And this is, this is the SWAT team. Yeah. The most highly trained elite forces. A man walks out of a trailer <laughs> with his hands in the air and a flashlight in his hand because, oh no, it wasn't even a flashlight. It was a camera that the cops had thrown into his trailer. He picked it up and he was like, what is this? Instantly puts his hands up, instantly lit up by these, by these SWAT, the SWAT team. <sighs> yeah. So, you know, cops that was in North Carolina, by the way, Sorry. is just going to produce a bunch of these, a bunch of people that are scared shitless of the communities that they're there to serve and protect and are going to be trained to shoot first, to preserve their lives at all costs and to treat every like potential incident as a life and death situation that they must use lethal force to protect themselves from. It's like, fuck this shit. Like, fuck Cop City, fuck the SWAT teams, fuck this whole militarization of the police and, like, a demonization and, you know, like, uh, of regular-ass people. Like, this is absolutely fucked up and, you know, all praise to the people that are putting their lives on the line, literally, to try and stop this. Yeah, you can see the future uh, coming at us in, like, um, like, I just finished uh, a lecture on uh, Jakarta indonesia for my international urban planning class you know and that one you know like jakarta is literally sinking into the ocean at a rate of like 10 inches a year um it, so like the sea level is rising and the city is sinking like at what's the same causing time. it to sink yeah, what's just uh, the weight of yeah, being so, a city? It, so it's um uh they, they pump a ton of water it's just it's like a florida problem they pump a ton of water out of the aquifer uh. and so it sinks in that way and it is also just like it, like a ton of stuff is built Actually, so uh, um, in the literature, there's um, uh, a, a a term uh, that's very diplomatic called um, uh, elite informality, Ooh. <laughs> which is a way of saying corruption. Which is a way of saying <laughs> which is a way of saying corruption, right? <laughs> and and uh, right, <laughs> it's corruption, right? <laughs> elite informality. Because, oh my god! Because, I'm sorry. That's yeah. just the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, in the after the um after the the United States basically installs uh um uh uh Suharto, General Suharto, it, it, as the the president of uh, Indonesia, uh, read the Jakarta mes- method by Vincent Bevins. Um, he uh, um uh, basically you know, like starting in the 80s. Um, there's just like a ton of foreign investment that's coming in and he's giving it to his, you know, his cousins and a bunch of other people are just like, you know, build what, whatever they want. And like, there will be laws passed that say require a certain amount of affordable housing and, uh, and, and leaving space open for, for, uh, parks and stuff like that. Like laws will be passed for that. Uh, and then they are subsequently ignored by these development agencies that, um, uh, commit 
uh, elite informality, right? <laughs> right? And uh, um, to, you know, like, and and so like, there's no central planning for anything, right? And so like, water gets pumped out at rates that no one can keep track of. Uh, things get built on land that shouldn't sustain things that are that heavy and big and tall and it's all connected by cars and there's like no public transportation it's just like a big fucking mess because it's it's just like a free-for-all of of, uh, elites making money on development and uh and, and even to like to this point today right um you all the new development is um these what are called like super block structures where it's like um, it's like the fucking like Sim City um, 2000 like end result. And if you ever play that game, where there's like there's like a self-sustaining little city thing that you could build, um, and it's basically that. It's just like, these huge towers that are walled off, so it's like hard. You can only get into them with like a car that will like eat up a little. You know, like the little gate will come open, like, sucks up the car and stuff like that. And then inside is like a mall, grocery store, apartment complex thing. It's because the rest of the city is impossible to use. And so you want to limit how many times you actually have to get, leave it, leave your, your walled garden um, because it's dangerous and, and, and difficult to, to, and the traffic is terrible. And so like, it's probably terrible, but that sounds very convenient to me. I don't really think I'd mind that so much. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it it is great if your city sucks, you know, and like, that's, that's the point, right? Is that like, when everything sucks around you, the people who are able to buy out of that problem will, and the market recognizes that and builds things that will uh, let people buy out of that problem. But when everyone does that, your city literally fucking sinks into the ocean. Um, and that's what we're that's what we're headed for because like it's it's Atlanta is doing the exact same thing where it's it, it but we you know we we don't recognize it as corruption because it's called lobbying elite informality it's elite informality it's right this is what, what happened right. so having a 10 11 second right yeah. in, in troy yeah a billionaire um, uh family that owns the means of production of a uh, staple uh, uh, depository, i.e. supermarket. The grocery store. Yeah, the <laughs> thing you need to have to survive uh, and uh, basically has a monopoly on that. And then uh, he uses that money to buy up the last remaining uh, like Riverside Forest in the city limits and uh, sell it to a developer who's going to put pressure, i.e. Uh, elite informality um, <laughs> on the local city elected officials so that uh, they go completely against a, un- a unanimous public dissent and do a development that makes no sense. They yeah. don't have the sewer infrastructure. They don't have the roadways. They don't have like the uh, electrical tie-ins to do this. And they're going to try and like spot zone it and break every single one of their rules because private profiteering through development of real estate is the only fucking game there is like for these people and like yeah shit is super fucked up and it's global it's local it's happening in your city it's you know i don't know karma doesn't like it no karma's pissed yeah ready for a wildcat strike yeah (laughs) all right so that was really dark but we have like we have an embarrassment of of wildflowers today yeah A a whole field of them this I just there I just want to say this one real quick. The president of Ireland said told a bunch of students, little kids, that he thinks that they should ban homework. 
And he says that he is going to support legislation to ban homework in Ireland because Fuck students yeah. should be able to go home and engage in creative pursuits and spend time with their families and become whole little people and not just worker drones doing fucking like bullshit take home worksheets all night. And I think that that is so cool. Uh, Ahab, all homework assignments are bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) For Ireland or for anyone. Interesting enough, and this is probably a coincidence, that um, Ireland is dropping its voting age to four. Uh, so like, that's, that's interesting. I don't know what that's about. Hey, give them kids the right. You know? Hell yeah! If they can serve in the IRA, then they, can serve, they should be able to, to have a say in how their government works. Yeah, Irish and child liberation now. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. If, if, they, if they can, if they can fit into an Adidas tracksuit, and <laughs> they can vote. That's that's uh, chavs. That's. I don't think that's Irish. That's no. That's London. A, the IRAs like that's a thing. They're in the, the tracksuit. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's cool looking. Sure. I should get a tracksuit. Everyone should have one. All right. We got two other wildflowers. Yeah. Okay. Um, I bought a tracksuit. <laughs> and we are all very happy about it. We're celebrating that and here. And lovely Gucci belt. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that you have to ban It's, uh, it's offset. Yeah. Um, okay. So today is the, today, Sunday, January 22nd that we're recording is the 50th anniversary of Roe versus Wade. Interesting to me that like, during the midterms, all we heard was like abortion rights, abortion rights, abortion rights. And then the midterm happened. And when's the last time you heard a Democratic leader in elected office mention abortion? But yeah, you know the, who the, is mentioning abortion? The FDA. This is actually, Democrat stronghold. <laughs> <laughs> this is from earlier this month. Um, Walgreens and CVS say that they will sell abortion pills after the FDA has made a rule change that allows them to dispense mifepristone. I think that's how you say it. Um, which is one of... I hardly know her. <laughs> it's one of the medications that you... One of two medications that you can uh, use to induce uh, medical uh, medication abortion. So was, but before um, you had to go, there were like very specific uh, practitioners that could prescribe and and give out this medication. Yeah, mail order pharmacies and certified physicians. Yeah, yeah, and uh, at least so it's a it's a series of two drugs, and the first one is, is is difficult to get. The second one also helps with like ulcers or something. So so that one you can get you it's could you could have already gotten yeah. over the counter anyway. Um, and it's worth saying that half of all abortions are done in this fashion, right? So any of the, the scare tactics about like how, you know, like you're, you're going to send a a, a, a a Dyson vacuum cleaner up your vag and it'll destroy you. That's like, that's not true. It's, it's a, it's a series of two pills. Yeah. Um, and, and now that, that difficult to get first one that is also difficult to pronounce. Are they going to change the myth, name of it too? Myth. I feel like they should change. The name David of it was too. saying earlier, every time he looks at it, he reads Milfepristone, which, yeah. I, which now I do too. I can't <laughs> yeah. even see that. Yeah, see, uh, um, even though as, as Brittany said, it actually helps you not be a, a milf. <laughs> <laughs> I did say uh, that. So, so it's <laughs> kind of, you from pre- a yeah, milf. yeah, it's pretty ironic. There. Um, the the M part, anyway. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> you can still be an elf. You're all elfs to yeah. me. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, now that is one that, you know, you, you still need it prescribed, but you can go pick it up at CVS now. Well, fuck yeah. I'm glad the FDA is doing uh, something good. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you can still get it in the mail. That was another thing that, that was in that article is that uh, it also uh, 
uh, it's more like reiterating the fact that, you know, like the Postal Service requested from the um, Department of Justice, like, can you like write down that no one can sue us for um, like mailing abortifacants? And uh, they're like, and they're like, okay, we put it in writing. And so, yeah, it was from the Comstock law of 1873 <laughs> yeah. that prohibits the mail service from carrying any article or thing designed adapted or intended for producing abortion but basically because these uh medications can be used for other things um and not necessarily just for abortion the the fda told them that um it's fine for yeah. usps to set, to send these things in the mail but that whole getting it in writing that it's fine is part of a larger trend which is like y- y- the ending of roe v wade has put in sort of a uh, legal murkiness, a lot of um, basically reproductive health services in general. And that like, because there's so much confusion as to whether in what area, et cetera, what types of procedures are legally allowed, it has the functional equivalent of like banning them, even though in a lot of situations they're not legally actually banned yet um and so it's like been a huge uh a source of uh you know uh, confusion and error like within the medical community uh since the uh, overturning of roe v wade this summer yeah it's, i mean the it, what roe v wade did was remove federal protection so yeah. in places where there were not already very clear-cut laws either protecting or restricting abortion you know um then it's been kind of the the wild west in a lot of places like that. But as things continue to be, yeah, legislated or just um, these kind of like notes of approval from various agencies, it will hopefully clarify some. But who knows? In any in any event, this is really great news for folks who live in places that it's very difficult to you know see somebody and get like a a, a certified physician to write you a prescription for this. It's now going to be much easier for people to get these um, these medications. So step forward one more wildflower yeah please david oh okay i couldn't read the article so i don't know anything about this one okay yeah um um da gets the goods yeah i don't know if you knew this but uh striking works what uh yep uh nurses strike uh ends in new york city um and the hospitals agree to uh add a shit ton of nurses um, they also get a 19.1% uh, salary increase Holy raise shit. over over three years, which is pretty fucking sweet. And long overdue. And 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 overdue. Yeah, he's like, I, I just from the little what I know about like the the economy of of like nursing is that like you just get paid so much more to be a travel nurse. Yeah, which also means like you can't really have a life because like you know you spend like three weeks in you know, in North Dakota, and then you get moved to, uh, you know, San Antonio, and then you well, move to New Hampshire. Well, but you have a lot of time off. Yeah. You have a lot. Of, yeah. the, a lot of people have started doing travel nursing because it pays so well, and you have, like, three weeks where you don't have to work. Yeah. So, you know, it's... That's it, a hell of a trade-off, though, it can to be, be, like, completely uprooted from a community and have to be, like, on the road all the time. Yeah. But, of course, what that... Um, shows is that uh, uh, hospitals could definitely pay their nurses way way more and they don't yes right thousands of dollars a week they were paying nurses yeah. scab nurses in this case obviously yeah and uh and so what what um these nurses have uh gotten at both uh uh montefiore and mount sinai is um hundreds of more nursing positions are going to be opened up uh, so that, you know, nurses that were 
you know, had to take care of like, you know, like seven patients at like critical care patients at once will go down to like four and three, which are California is the only state that actually has written in laws like like staffing requirements for for hospitals, uh, which is why everywhere else you get, you know, what the free market is going to do, which is just like, you know, try to limit labor as as much as possible, labor costs as much as possible. And um, and so the New York State Nurses Association uh, uh, released a statement last Thursday that um, about a tentative deal uh, that will uh, have to go to um, its 42,000 members basically for ratification. Uh, but the, this is this is a this is a huge deal. This is pretty important. And like one thing, um, you know, I actually uh, uh, pre-order the book, uh, 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 City Authentic, uh, uh, University of California Press. Uh, you can go find it. Uh, it actually, in 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 my book, this is actually is very connected to what I, what I say in the book. Is that you know, like the, because hospitals spend so much fucking money. Right, they are what are usually in the parlance of uh, regional economic development as like anchor institutions, right? Like they just like they they employ so many people and they spend so much fucking money that like uh, they they are essential to the regional economy, and um, and because of that, the people that run these hospitals also usually get invited to do other things about the economy. And so, in New York State, they are almost invariably invited to become the um, a, a chair, or at least on the board of these economic development councils that are basically um, uh, trying to make a little bit more formal the elite informality. You know, they they add a little bit more formality to them, and by by just basically making them do it out in the open instead of by behind closed doors. Mm. Which is, I, I had someone that works in this field say that that is all that this does, mm. <laughs> right? Um, but like. You know, you look at around here, like James Barba, who ran ran Albany Medical Center, right? Like, did exactly this, you know, staffing shortages up to wazoo was fucking terrible. And then is also in charge of all the other economic development in the region. What does that show? It shows that, like, people in charge of economic development have a vested interest in actually hiring as few people as possible and paying them as little money as possible, even though a healthy regional economy is lots of people working at good paying jobs. But uh, you, but the, of course they're working across purposes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like their day job is uh, the exact opposite of what their um, nighttime job as economic development uh, uh, co-chair or whatever, right? Like demands, uh, and and so it's really only through the power of like bottom-up worker power, like unions, where you can actually see all of the interests align. Where like here are people that want to do a good job, uh, get paid fairly for it. And make sure that there are enough people doing the job that that people don't die. That people literally don't fucking die. Yeah, both the patients and the nurses, like like people just like burning out and like like falling down like half dead from these long, grueling, traumatic jobs. Right? Uh, like uh, like it is only from this sort of basis of power that you can actually create a stable regional economy right yep. is is when you empower workers to organize and and uh, uh control the the their 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 work sites the means of production absolutely and so we, very we, cool 
we've covered how nightmarish the American medical industry is, but like for the people who are doing the most direct care to, um, uh, to, uh, patients, yeah. it's like the, the nurses and like knowing nurses in my life, like the amount of debt that they've had to go into and the amount of like out of pocket expense to get the requisite training to do a job that is like largely thankless and underpaid and extremely, extremely stressful and dangerous is so criminal. It's like so bizarre. It's like we have this situation where we're all going to need nurses. Like every single one of us at some point in our life is going to need the care of these people that are like, you know, just totally exploited when you really take into perspective all of the work and the money that they need to do to get into the job that is so difficult and demanding. And like to see them have such a clear and obvious, like an effective victory through withholding their labor in an organized way is just it's so, so like heartwarming and uh, motivating and like, you know, just all fucking power to the workers of the world and especially the nurses. Like you guys fucking rule. And what's also in that article is that is the shortage of nurses is not from people not wanting to be nurses, but uh, nursing colleges have to turn qualified candidates away so because they're prestigious. because they're <laughs> because, because they're not big enough. Like we've we've also decimated oh. education so much that we don't have enough like uh, like 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 seats in classrooms to educate all the nurses that we need and that are and the people are willing to to do well wow three wildflowers i feel great yeah everything's <laughs> perfect it's great to record with you guys again yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how was your trip last weekend we we didn't put out an app right yeah it was good got some union training it was good yeah. fuck yeah 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 yeah, so thanks so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. We're about to record a, a the long-awaited Britney Spears bonus episode. So um, I'm just crammed full of facts about Britney Spears, and I look forward to <laughs> vomiting them all out into your ears very shortly. And if you want to hear that vomit, patreon.com slash ironweeds. Um, we're going to do two more bonus episodes this month. I know it's it's a very back-heavy month because we didn't record on New Year's Day, and then last week we had to go out of town for David's Union, but... Um, fucking gird your loins because some content is coming. <laughs> yeah, we're getting into the thick of it. We are. Thanks to our new patrons. Welcome. I hope that you guys like uh, the Britney vomit that you're about to get. <laughs> and all, and to everybody who's a reactionary tier of patron, um, really grateful to you. There's one more bonus episode coming out about the Centralia Massacre. Oh, yeah. And um, and then we will be moving on to the next series, which uh may very, may may be the last series. We'll we'll find out. But oh, yeah? Um, yeah, it's going to be on Christian identity, so Ooh. that'll be very fun to to make and for you to listen to. Christian identity? You mean broke boy worship? <laughs> It actually has not that much to do with Christianity, <laughs> mostly to do with white nationalism. <laughs> so it'll be very fun. Yeah. And um, yeah. Anything else you fellas got? Actually, yeah. Uh, Zombie Giuliani is going to be playing two local shows uh, this weekend. So um, this is going to be posted probably on Monday, uh, but we're going to be playing a show at No Fun on Friday night. And we're going to be playing a show uh, at the Dojo Beyond Space and Time, which is a really kick-ass um, like house venue, like uh, uh, show space in Albany. Uh, and uh, location details will be available on our Instagram, uh, which is Zombie Giuliani. So, yeah, if you feel like coming out for some rock shows, those are going to be two really good ones. Hell jo- yeah. John Hinckley, I'm still mad at you for canceling the show there. Yeah. Oh. That yeah. was fucked up. Yeah. I don't know the, con- I don't know the conditions under which he canceled it. No, neither no do fun? they. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Um, 
Dojo. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He was supposed to play there. And, yeah, uh, uh, and then he canceled and they found out on Twitter. Yeah. One of my former students is a, uh, uh, runs part of that, the dojo. And he was like, I first saw him hearing of it. I'm like, that yeah. sucks. Really I, I, I assume it's medical related. Like, who knows? COVID's still a thing, unfortunately, yeah. people. Yeah. Stay safe out there. All right. Then in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pod. And on Instagram. Ironweeds Pod. Send us an email. Why don't you? At Ironweeds Pod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Lovely. Peace.